Hello and welcome to episode 123 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast. Again, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight, we're talking about my 2021 personal travel resolutions. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And before we get to tonight's topic, as we typically do, we will take a quick spin around the travel interwebs. This first one comes to us out of Australia. Flight attendant allegedly exposed himself midair to a colleague. A NSW, New South Wales, not a NSFW, not safe for work, a NSFW flight attendant is facing court after being charged with a lewd act on a flight that caused a female co-worker significant distress. A 54-year-old NSW man will face Perth Magistrates Court next Tuesday via audio link from Sydney after being charged by the Australian Federal Police late last year with one count of committing an act of indecency. It is allegedly that the man exposed himself to a female co-worker on board a Qantas flight from Perth to Melbourne in April of 2019. Yes, another example of bad nudity and bad male nudity to boot. So at the risk of losing my man card, guys, I know this sounds crazy, but women do not want to see random naked dudes. They're not built, no pun intended, like us. So remember last week when I predicted that the airline COVID madness would give airline nudity a run for its money this year? Well, if you're a betting person, you might want to check the over-under on that prediction. Woman accused in hotel disturbance allegedly bites officer during an arrest. Madison police were dispatched to a disturbance at the Hampton Inn shortly after midnight on December 29th, 2020. Upon arrival, they were informed that the suspect, Naira Jazz C. Smith, that's not a three-named person, but a four-named person, Nazra Jazz C. Smith had created a disturbance and then fled the establishment. In addition, officers were informed that Smith had stolen one of the employee's vehicle when she departed. Officers located the stolen vehicle and found that it had been crashed into a tree. The suspect, Smith, fled the crash and was reported to be creating yet a second disturbance at the Homewood Suites Hotel. Upon officers arriving at the Homewood Suites, they made contact with Smith to complete their investigation. In the course of arresting Smith, an officer sustained a bite to his leg and another officer was spit on by Smith. So just in case you are curious, she was jailed for the following charges, resisting arrest, causing injury, battery to a law enforcement officer, discharge of bodily fluid, operating a motor vehicle without the owner's consent, disorderly conduct, first offense OWI, and probation hold. Well, first, both Hampton and Homewood Suites are Hilton properties, so kudos to Smith for following my travel advice of being brand loyal. And second, how mad do you have to be to actually bite someone, especially in this day and age. The last time I remember anybody really biting anybody was the Mike Tyson Holyfield fight. 
And third, there was no mention of how she managed to commandeer the employee's vehicle that she promptly rammed into a tree. I really want more information on that and how she acquired the the keys to said vehicle. Before we jump to the topic of my 2021 travel resolutions, let's check out some of the other resolutions that I have heard. Uh, I'm living my best life with only buying pants that don't contain buttons or zippers. Another resolution that I read was to go on a vitamin and supplement shopping spree and finish at least one bottle before they gave up. Another one was buy all 2020 leftover calendars and burn them. Eat more tacos. Can't disagree with that. And actually put on a full outfit for a Zoom call. But seriously, let's be real. You know, business on the top, PJs on the bottom. Probably never really hurt anyone. And if you get so inclined, you can Google travel resolutions and you will get results along the lines of step outside your comfort zone. Honestly, isn't that printed on a coffee mug or some kind of pillow? Life begins outside your comfort zone. Please take a solo trip. For me, most of my trips are solo. Uh, Live in the moment. That's a hack Instagram post. Stay in a crazy location. It's 2021. Every single location is crazy. This is one I like. All talking family members learn five foreign words for each country you plan to travel to. Whoever came up with that idea has never been inside or met the residents of Chateau Relaxo. And finally, finishing up with a make a photo book or calendar photo book. Really, isn't that what social media is all about? And for me personally, I haven't bought a calendar in probably the last 10 years. And if I did come November, December, it would still be stuck on January. So for me, my 2021 travel resolutions, and I will tread lightly as to not force any of that Ricky Bobby evil on my plans, but I do have a few. One of them is I resolve to quit using my American Express green card. I have been a an American Express card holder since the early 90s. I have no idea why I still have a green card. The only thing that I can think of is that it's tied to some monthly subscriptions of some sort. My American Express Hilton Surpass card pays me gobs of points, and that's what it's all about. And if you fire up the Wayback Machine to 1992, I was making about 10 bucks an hour. I had bought a house. I had bought a new 1992 Honda Civic Si, which was a great car. And then I decided to apply and somehow was issued an American Express gold card. This was a total flex for a 28-year-old in his first quote-unquote corporate job. And it took me less than six months to run up a bill larger than half a month's pay. But, however, if you are so inclined and you like that American Express Flex, check out the Platinum card because they have actually added a new benefit this year, a 2021 PayPal credit. So if you're not familiar with the American Express Platinum card, the annual fee is right around $550. With that, you will earn 75,000 membership reward points if you spend at least $5,000 on the card in the first three months. A couple of the other benefits are you get automatic Hilton and Marriott Gold status. And with that, you do get some membership credits. They do give you a $200 airline fee credit, a $200 Uber credit. That's $15 per month in Uber cash. You can use it for Uber Eats, Uber Rides, 
and then you get an additional $20 in December, you get now $180 worth of PayPal credits. You have to use them between January and June, so $30 each month. They still have the $100 SACS credit. And many card members, I believe it's the first time you apply and get a platinum card, you get a $200 travel credit on top of all that. So roughly $880 in benefits for the $550 annual fee. So like I said, if you're into that kind of stuff and you want that platinum card flex, go ahead and apply online. One of the other travel resolutions for 2021 is that I resolve to convert more Friday travels into long weekends. Honestly, I doubt I'll be doing a whole bunch of air travel in 2021. Since most of my travel will be windshield time, I'll have my car. And if it's Friday and I'm on a road trip, my plan is to stay over a day, maybe two days, and roll back into town on a Sunday. I mean, places like Tallahassee. I've been to Tallahassee several times. Uh, the CEO and I went up there for well, one or I think it was a one night uh, stay over, but there's still a ton of stuff up there. There's the Florida Cavern State Park. It's actually one of the few state parks with a dry or air filled cave. It's only the only state park in Florida to offer cave tours to the public. For those of you that don't know, Florida is right around sea level. So anytime that you dig down four or five feet, you have a pretty good chance of hitting water. So to find a dry or an air-filled cave is a big deal. There's a place up there called uh, Tally Yackers. So while I love to kayak, I don't own one. They offer a complete outfitter and guide service for fishing trips, sightseeing, um, rigging out kayaks if you do want to, uh, to purchase one as well. And then there's also the Edward Ball State Springs Park. Think back to the reminiscent of the old Florida vacation spots. This spring is home to one of the largest and deep water fresh springs in the state. Jacksonville is another one of those towns. I love J-Town, but I haven't spent a lot of time there other than hotels, food stops, and a couple of cigar stores. They have the Florida Salt Marshes and Wildlife Preserve. They've got a great Riverside Arts Market. One of the things that we like to do here is head down to Winter Garden and their weekly farmer's market. And so they have the Riverside's Art Market, which contains local artisans, craft makers, and artists, as well as local farmers under a canopy and sell their wares and their goods. There's also the Jack's Ale Trail. So a lot of people don't realize that Jacksonville is one of Florida's biggest beer destinations. There's over 19 craft breweries. So they do a brew trail tour where you can get stamped at each brewery, pace yourself 19 breweries in one day even if you're a professional, can be a little bit tough. One of my personal places that I wish to check out is Sweet Pete's Candy. Yes, a candy store. Believe it or not, I eat like a third grader, but this candy store was featured on the CNBC show, The Profit, and just looks like a really cool store. It's got a great story to go with it. Another thing I resolved to do this year is to take another road trip. In 2017, we took about a 1,200-mile trip that took us up the coast of Georgia, up into central Tennessee, and then back down through central Georgia and central Florida. This was a year that we did the little free library tour and probably gave away 30 or 40 books along the way. And then 2018, we did a Virginia Odyssey. It wasn't quite 1,200 miles. So there was no real set plans. We had hotel reservations each night. So we knew kind of where we had to be, but we stopped at places like Luray Caverns, went through uh, Monticello, checked out the uh, 
Devil's Backbone Brewery outside of Virginia and just had a really great time. Spent time on the Shenandoah Drive. Uh, and what I love about road trips is it's typically at my own pace. It's very rare that we ever book any tours that have any specific times. I can stop where I want. It really gives me a chance to explore. And the best part is I have my car and I can leave when I want. I resolved to use my Southwest Companion Pass at least one time before it expires. The CEO has not been on a Southwest flight since I think December of 2019. And if you're not familiar with that Companion Pass, she flies free whenever I do. Southwest was kind enough to extend their program. It should have dropped off at the end of December of 2020, but they've extended it through June 30th of 2020. In my opinion, Southwest really got the better part of the deal in the last year since we didn't use it at all. And with it ending in June, uh, the end of June of 2021, uh, you know, the CEO has a side gig where she works for the school system. They get out somewhere around May, end of May, gives us about a 30-day window to at least get in one more flight. While I believe that the airlines will extend some of their travel reward programs, such as status levels, I don't see Southwest extending this companion pass past the already extended June 30th. So that leads to the question is, where would that destination be? Well, right off the bat, I think it would go for a reboot of our canceled 2020 Kentucky Whiskey Trail extravaganza plan to fly into Cincinnati, drive down to Louisville, and then hit up the distilleries such as Angel's Envy, Michener's, Old Forester's, and just kind of do the whole bourbon trail thing. The other plan would be to do something up in the, the Northeast to see the fall leaves change, but not many leaves changing in the middle of June, so we'll see how that goes. And my last resolution will be to see some snow at least once in 2021, so apologies to all of my Northern friends who have already exceeded their seasonal limit. I, some of the best business trips I've had have been involved traveling down two-lane roads while the uh, the snow dusts across the, uh, the roadway and the uh, shoulders of it. However, snow has caused me some travel pains. I did get stuck in Maryland uh, for three days years ago, but thankfully the hotel did have a restaurant and we never lost power. And over the years, I've only had a few flights canceled due to snow. Thankfully, I've never been uh, stuck in an airport, but one of those cancellations actually cost me several hundreds of dollars. I had to be, this was January, I believe, of 2011, and I had to be, I was living in South Florida at the time and had to be in Orlando for a meeting where, of course, there's no snow. Drove to Orlando, did the meeting, went over to the airport and boarded a flight for Atlanta for the second meeting of the week. And so as we were Checking into the hotel, you could hear the weatherman on the TV talking about the incoming snowstorm. Really didn't give it much of a second thought. Finished up my meeting that afternoon, headed back down to the airport with an early morning flight out the next morning. Dropped my rental car off at the rental center, took the shuttle back to the hotel with plans to take the shuttle back to the airport in the morning and head home or at least head to O-Town and get my car. Checked in, opened up the door to my room and suddenly my phone vibrated with an email. It's Delta informing me that my morning flight had been canceled. So I did what every good road warrior does. I called the Delta Sky Desk 
only to find out that I had little chance of getting a flight out. So the weather had already turned into a blizzard. They had given the storm a name. I think it was Snowmageddon. No worries. It was time for plan B to go into full effect. Checked back out of the hotel, took the shuttle back to the rental lot, rented yet another car and headed south. My plan was to outrun the storm. What I forgot to include in my plan was a town called Adele, Georgia, the I-75 speed trap. And guess what? I got caught. To make matters worse, it was a speed trap inside a construction zone. Let's just say it was a very expensive ticket and the officer didn't really want to hear anything about my plan B. Well, there you have it. Just a handful of very simple 2021 travel resolutions. Hopefully you have some of your own. Hopefully you can take a trip, get out of your house, heck, go to a different room in your house, do something different. If you have a comment or a show idea, leave me a voicemail.